good? No more? Yeah. Raise your hand. Sir. I'll come down and get the I'll come down and get the monitors. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. We'll do the ears. Hey. Alright, uh pressure vote. Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. Check, check. One, two, one, two. Check, check. One, two. One, two. Yeah. Check, check, check. Reaching out. Across the morning, the city's heart begins to beat. See that girl, she knows so much. Anybody want that? Are you getting that in your wedge or Street. Any more? They say, why? Why? Tell them that it's human nature. Why? Why? And does it really that way? And they say, why? Why? One, two, one, two. Come down and make it a little better on stage. Thank you. Let's rush through the rest of this here, guys. Uh, yep. Oh, oh. Wow, 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 You know it. You know it. Yo, 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 I'm doing better without you. I'm doing better without you, girl. I'm doing better without you. So why don't we get back together again? When you reject, you reject all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. You're the swingin' and sting, little boy, you yeah. man. Yeah, cool. Little man, you're the king. Good for me. Great, guys. Good. One more bass. Go. Wrap it up. Time is on. Fifteen seconds for the keyboardist. My name is Doobie. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the exclusive sound check here. Exclusive sound check. Whoa. With Yahoo Crew. All right, guys. Let's do it. Uh, we just got done watching Chris, a, a, an all-female kiss tribute. And they were phenomenal. Man, they were so committed to characters. It was amazing to watch. Thank you. So they just went, and man, they were so good. They were so good. They, they were so so committed to character and so into it. It was so much fun to watch. And it reminded me so much. You know, it's so funny. When I was a real little kid, I, I didn't equate 
the music of Kiss with the look of Kiss. So growing up, I only associated Kiss with just what I saw through the media, um, magazines, you know, bits and pieces of them here and there. And Gene Simmons always stuck out to me. Just that idea that these guys were wearing this makeup and it was so, so just like a, there were these otherworldly creatures. And it's like, they had these names, but they looked like that. Rather than simply taking on an alias, they used their real names with the face of an alias. Um, it's crazy. It's like, yeah, it's so crazy. It's an interesting thing when you think about that. So, uh, you know, aliases are usually, uh, you know, other, other alter egos are there for, um, they're there for anonymity, so people don't know who they are. It's just a, it's just a, an alternate way of uh, artistic expression. So, Briss, the uh, all-female Kiss band, <laughs> was. What's happening? Thank you. Are you in a band? Huh? Are you in a band too? Flashback heart attack. Oh! Oh, that's great. Hey, Tommy. It's a guy from Flashback Heart Attack. Up, dude. Dude. Uh, you were in another band, right? Yeah, yeah. How'd you know that? What were you in? I was Nick Rhodes in uh, Rio. That's right. I met you before. Yes, I have met you before. That's, That's so right. crazy. You're here tonight, dude. <laughs> you I saw my two different alter egos. Thank you. Have you ever seen Yachty Crew play? No. You've never seen Yachty Crew play? No. This is so great. What brought you out here tonight? I can't wait. Like I said, I had the night off. I, you know, we played this place a bunch. I saw you guys play it. I thought I'd come out and hang out. Thank you so much, man. You guys have such a great energy to your band. And we 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 love no, the commitment I, I to Kirkland. Hey, I just want to see how you fit all you guys on stage. Thank you. Thank you, That's man. That's cool. You got your own merch. Oh, I man. Think the last time I talked to you was at, like, St. Rock or something about... Yes, 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 dude. That's so crazy, man. Yeah. That's so nuts that that, <laughs> that you even recognize me now. Cause I, before I was wearing eyeliner and uh, yeah, right. makeup, and you know. Hair. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. Cool, <laughs> how did you? How did you immediately know that? What's that? How did you immediately know I was that guy? Cause I saw. I, I'm still on the Facebook and stuff. Dude, that's so awesome, dude. Yeah. This is so kick-ass. Thank you. What's your name again? Jason. Jason. Todd Bronze is my Facebook thing, and Jason's my real name. Dude, that's so kick-ass. So Todd, Todd, Todd Bronze is the is the alias. Don. Oh, Don, Don. Bronze. Bronze. I should be this with that kind of name. Don Bronze. Oh, that's a brilliant name. Yeah, Don Bronze. But uh, yeah, hey, we'll have a drink or something after. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, good good seeing you. Oh, yeah, good seeing you, man. Take care. Holy cow! It's so, dude, Tommy. That's a synchronistic moment. I was just talking on my podcast about, about aliases and about alter egos. He comes swooping up. He comes swooping up. And he's he comes swooping up and he's talking about his alter ego and flashback heart attack. Dude, he comes swooping on up, man. Oh, Tommy, at any point, if you ever want to use this, okay, it's, you know, it's the fan. Um, currently on stage, our smallest fan. These guys have bigger fans, but we have small a smaller fan. So here I am talking about alter egos. Man, there ain't no better uh, uh, synchronicity. Polly, okay, I was just talking to my podcast about alter egos, about um, 
about aliases, you know, about how G how it was funny how Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley and those guys, they still used their real names, but they put on makeup. So it wasn't like, oh, yes, they were called the demon, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But everybody knew what their real names were as those things. So it was it's almost a backwards kind of thing. So I was just kind of talking about the various reasons why people come up with the aliases and alter egos and whatnot um, for various art projects. Because then you so, don't have to worry about, about being... Um, about people criticizing you for what you're doing because you're you're somebody else in the moment. Yeah, you're getting just, you're just free to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you're not in a sense you are not held responsible right. for that yes, character's actions. Yes, that's what I mean. That's right. Right? Yeah. You're actually it's like a a Halloween costume like oh, I'm Dracula. I'm Dracula. Right. So if you if you pretend to turn people into vampires, it's not your fault. You're Dracula that night. So it was funny, I was sitting here talking about alter egos, and uh, oh, I, we scooted your uh, microphone here close, so the, so, the, so the brothers, it's a family band, so the brothers could be singing near each other. <laughs> Is that cool, dude? Look what we're doing. Look Stony at Shores! Look, look what we're, we're, we're Holy Shores! Holy Shores! Stony Shores! Shores! Shores. Shores. We are... Da, da, shore, shore. take right. me, me to the, the shore, shores. brother. Freedom, shores, shores, take me to the yonder, the shores, the shores, the shores of hope, the shores of indignation, the shores of future generations. We are the future shores. We are the future shores. The past shores. The past shores. The current shores. The current shores. The brother shores. The brother shores. Polly. Polly. Stony. Stony. Welcome to our shores. Welcome to our shores. The show is about. Begin. We'll talk to you later after the show. After the show. I am home now. After the show. Um. You heard some of the craziness that ensues behind the scenes at a Yachtly Cruise show. So funny, it wasn't until I was that at, at the uh, Viper Room show tonight that I realized that I realized we have a Dana Point show today. Technically today, it's 2.45 a.m. So what I'm thinking is... Kitties, kitties, hi kitties. Oh, look at you guys. Look at you guys. Hi. You guys want to see what's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
Hi, Marky. Hi, Marky. Hi, Marky. Hey, guys, thank you for greeting me. Wanna go in the hallway? Let me take these guys out in the hallway. Gonzo. Marky. Marky, come on. Marky. Marky, come on. Marky. Marky. Got the air conditioning on. so interesting we uh you want to try the stairwell hey guys let's see the stairwell oh no. so we played a, a really fun show tonight at the uh, viper room sunset strip Played a fun show tonight. It was on Sunset Strip. These cats are smelling all over. They're like, what's going on? All these new smells, all this new wonderment. What's going on out here? I'm not using the uh, microphone right now, so if things are a little uneven, that's the explanation. Sometimes you just gotta start recording. Are you sneezing? Are you sneezing? Look at you guys. Come on, so. You wanna go down there, huh? Wanna go through the other door? Hmm? Hi, guys. Hi there. Yeah, it's like a whole nother room, huh? Whole nother room. So the show was was another extraordinary night. I don't know if I mentioned to you or not, but we've been getting a lot more shows. We've had to cut down our shows, our Yachtly Crew shows. The house of at the uh, Viper Room on Sunset. This year, we've had a every Friday since since January, every Friday of every month, a show at the house, uh, a show at the Viper Room. Now we're getting more shows, so we have to cut it down to every other month. So after this month, it won't be until July, August, September. First Friday of September, and then November. 
first Friday of November. So this could continue on and on. This could continue on and on. Every other month at the Viper Room? How amazing is that? The Viper Room. The Viper Room. Look up the Viper Room if you don't live in California. Look up the Viper Room. I remember the first time I heard about the Viper Room. It was around the time Austin Powers came out. And in that movie, he's in a band called Ming T. And they sing the song. At the BBC, at the BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three, BBC Four. Marky. And the song was all about the BBC. I remember reading in a Rolling Stone that Ming T had a residency at the Viper Room. And this was before I had ever been out to California. Come here. What are you doing? Come on, I'm trying to get you back in the apartment. Come on. Let's get uh, Let's go this way. Let's go this way. Come on. Let's get Let's go back home. Yeah. <gasps> to you. <laughs> so I remember reading about that Viper Room. And it was just a big mystery in my brain at that point. And I think As you know, I had been, I had been out here. I had been out here. That's right. I came out here with my buddy Ray Kim. Visited our, our high school friend Dana Shepard. We, uh, we visited her and we saw Lovin' Rockets at the Viper Room. Oh, okay. This was this is an inch interesting story. This is crazy. I can't believe I, I didn't remember this. First of all, right when Dana picked us up from the airport in her in her in her what felt like a race car in her car, uh, she she someone pulled out of a driveway and smashed into her car and into the. Uh, the headlight. So, for the rest of the trip, what we did was we had like a mag light taped inside 
as her headlight. So <laughs> before we went out, we would turn on this this mag light. And that sort of became her pseudo headlight for the night. And uh so we I mean we drive on the on the freeways with that. And so we went to the light room and we saw Loving Rockets. And we heard this hurrah like a screaming. And then Dana would scream along. And we hear that scream. And then they end up meeting each other in the bathroom. That's right, that's what it was. These two girls ended up meeting each other in the bathroom. And they met each other in the bathroom and going, wait, oh, you were the one who was screaming. And they, they had such a camaraderie. And so we ended up going to... What was it? Some place to eat. And what was interesting was these places had phones at each table. And you could actually... You could actually phone up someone and uh, send a little message. You know, you'd be like, hey, guess what? I'm over here at table 12. Are you enjoying your... Uh, chicken and waffles I really like my Eggs Benedict how about that Eggs Benedict it's so good right am I right am I right so you can talk with these folks and we come to learn that the this woman we end up eating you know late night breakfast with her we come to learn this crazy story that she is the wife of the bodyguard for Jean-Claude Van Damme. And uh, we come to learn that she and her husband are swingers. They frequently like to have threesomes. We come to learn that she is pregnant with Jean-Claude Van Damme's baby. And her husband didn't know it. And every once in a while through my life, I had I, wondered what became of that baby. What did they name that baby? How did they handle that situation? So, I mean, that was over 19 years ago. Way over 19 years ago. Ooh. Maybe that's what I could do. I could look up, see what the name of the age of the kid who closely resembles the the age. My friend, my friend Dana's got like the mind of a, she's got this photographic memory. And I ended up actually seeing her up at, at, at Kabu when I went out there with Dory and, and uh, Jenny. And Dana was out there with her husband, her, her husband and her kids. She's someone I could ask and go, what year was that? And then we could count it and see what the score is. She would probably remember the name of the woman. Wow. Wow. I haven't thought of that story in eons. I'm going to drink some ozonated water right this second.
drink some ozonated water. So, yeah, meet this woman. And she tells us how uh, her husband recently, you know, got her, bought her these fake breasts, breastuses. And she goes, oh, want to see? And right there in the restaurant. Kitty, 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 kitty. She uh, ends up pulling her ta-ta. <laughs> pulling her her breast right out there. Uh, in the restaurant. She's very proud of it. Dana grappled a hold of it. Said, yeah, that's great. You know, they did a great job on there. I remember her driving us somewhere. Where did she drive us, that woman? We're in a BMW and we're driving through Laurel Canyon, swooshing around. Crazy, huh? When I think about that. Let me get the kids, cats a treat right now. Oliver. Oliver. Kitty. Oliver. Oh, there you are. I thought you were outside. Oh, hi, cats. Kitty, kitties. You guys ready? You guys ready for something delicious? You guys ready? Yes. Hi, guys. I'm going to give you the rest of these, okay? Be grateful. Okay, be grateful. Be grateful for this. There you go. I just gave it to you. Right there. Right there. Marky. Marky, look. So that that's in interesting. I haven't I haven't uh, thought about it that, that So yeah, that was at the Viper Room. Then years later, I end up seeing. Uh, oh, I'm gonna oceanate this water and put the banana in it. That's what I'm gonna do. Years later, I end up seeing Austin Powers. And then reading about how the idea of Austin Powers started as a as a as a uh, house band at a residency in Viper Room. I read that I'm like, what the heck? It's nuts. I always had the Viper Room. I know what that place is like. So that is always just like been in my brain. The Viper Room, Viper Room, Viper Room. It's like been in my brain. And. So that, that's like been in my brain. Okay, now, flash forward to my buddy Jeff Finn. My buddy Jeff Finn doing his documentary about Jim Morrison. If any of you like Jim Morrison, I would say this. There's a movie called Before the End. It's a movie, it's a documentary he's been, he's been working on, I would say, about six years now. Probably six years. Possibly, possibly longer. 
um, it sounds like a long time. Now, and to him it's a long time. To me, I see I've had the luxury of being able to know some some of this stuff. Uh, and he keeps finding new information that is suitable to him. So, yeah, the cer cer uh, before the end. It's called Before the End, Searching for Jim Morrison. The whole movie... The whole movie... is about... the the Jim Morrison before he became the Lizard King. Who is the real Jim Morrison? And he keeps getting leads, and, you know, he's wanted this thing done for a long time now. Long time now, as one can imagine. So, he's wanted this done a long time now. And, so as he keeps coming up with new information, as he keeps in encountering this, he keeps adding it to the movie, and I gotta tell you, this thing really deserves to be an actual series. It needs to be like a um, it definitely needs to be I, there's just too, too much information. Too much information. So this thing deserves to be brought, you know, move, moved along throughout the course of time. So much information, so many, so many interviews. He's had so many interviews. So, it would be a shame if y you try to cram all these extraordinary interviews into a two-hour time span. It's hot. It's really hot. That's really hot. The bowl is hot. Let's see if the actual food is hot. Something Jenny, my sister, made the other night. It's 3.04 right now. The best time to be eating food. Mmm. Mmm. This is uh, some kind of crumbles, vegan-friendly crumbles, corn. Mmm. 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 And sweet potatoes. Wow. Mmm. <laughs> coffee right here. What I'm doing, we got uh, 17 minutes left, so we know this podcast will go at least for another 17 minutes. At least. Until that ozonated water, and then once that's ozonated, guess what? The last remaining banana. 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 And we'll make a banana shake with the... Uh, Peanut butter. Mmm. Mmm.
So, yeah, he's been working on this film, and he gave me No One Here Gets Out Alive. He gave me that book. I read it. Mmm. And, mm. in that book, it talks about Laurel Canyon. It talks about, uh, I mean, yes, it talks all about the doors playing at the whiskey, which is what most of us know about. It also talks about the other bands at that time. So it sent me down this rabbit hole of the different bands that were going on around there. These bands were all hanging out with each other. Laurel Canyon, I just throw, drove through Laurel Canyon on the way to Viper Room today. To my buddy Mike Schley. He was helping out at LA Grip. LA Grip provided a lot of the workers who helped out on Black Pumpkin. Mike Schley, um, they said good stuff about his like fixing abilities. Um, put stuff together real easily and quick. They vouched for him. So LA Grip had him in there fixing these lights and stuff, which I'm so proud of the guy. I mean, the guy lives all the way out in San Pedro. And out here they saw they saw his um, value. So we went out to lunch today, and then he drove me to Viper Room. Mike Schley is in a podcast. I did a couple behind the scenes with Black Pumpkin, the horror film that I helped produce and uh, acted in, and he happened to be out here with L.A. Grip, brilliant, so I do have a podcast called The Anunnaki, where he tells us everything that we need to know. about the Anunnaki. His friend is one of the experts on this. There are all these tablets that were found that predate the Bible. In those tablets, they talk about making up the Bible. It's very fascinating. Check out that podcast. Uh, it's just fascinating. If you love knowledge, and you want to break free from like, oh, it's just fun to see different perspectives. Why not? Check it out. If it works for you, apply it. If there's something about it that resonates with you, apply it. doesn't, don't play it. It's about you. It's about you. And combining more of what makes you you. 
whether it be circumstances, whether it be friends, etc., etc., etc. So, back to the book. It sent me down a rabbit hole of looking up all of these various musicians that lived on Laurel Canyon. Mickey Dolan's lived up there. Um, you know, Peter Tork would walk around with the guitar, singing folk songs. The birds, mamas, and the papas. These guys would work with each other. Buffalo Springfield. All these guys were working with each other. Frank Zappa was making jokes about it. Hmm. It was like they're making jo- it was like they're making uh, movies and music for their inside you know for the inside jokes for their buddies. So funny, just brilliant. So it inspired me. This is before I was in Yatley Crew. It inspired me. So between that book and of course my experiences, my limited experiences on Sunset Strip, seeing Love and Rockets on that stage um, really got the sugar plums dancing in my head and I started thinking I was getting the sugar plums thinking but wouldn't it be fun to be in a band Plays on Sunset Strip, and we bring that, bring back that old vibe, bring back that beautiful vibe. Of what was shared back in ye olden days. On Sunset Strip. How cool would that be? So, turns out I end up getting the Yachtly crew, and then what happens? We get into the Viper Room. First Friday of every month residency. Tonight we stop at a place called Riley's Whiskey. Something or other. Something like that. Riley's Whiskey. Used to be called the Cat Club. Cat Club was owned by Slim Jim... Slim Jim Phantom? I think that was his name. From the Stray Cats. And it's been changed over. So we all decided, the Yali crew guys decided to go over there. We had some time before Pris. Pris is a KISS tribute band, and they are good. It's fun to see them play. I talked, the, uh, talked with the Gene Simmons woman before the show. I told her about how I grew up and... I was a big fan of Kiss without realizing that, you know, the, the, the music was connected with the with the image. I like I don't I didn't realize you know, I, I I don't know what it was. I just saw the images of them and I thought Gene Simmons was like just so awesome. So I told her about that and I I, I really admired her commitment to character. Commitment. Uh, it was great. Pris great, great band, and then we played, and 
so much fun to be part of this crowd that was just there to just have a grand old time. And I thought, holy cow, this is happening. Like, this is really, truly happening. Where Tommy Black is the general manager. Tommy Black was best friends with Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Tommy Black. Hold on. Now that I'm home, it's 3.14 a.m. Now that I'm home, I'm going to look up... Band, Scott Weiland, Tommy Black. Now this is the thing, Tommy Black was on the tour bus when Wildabouts, 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 is this them? <gasps> there they are. So here's a song called First Kiss on Mars with Scott Weiland and the Wildabouts. And here's Tommy Black on bass. I'm going to play this for you. Tommy Tommy told me that, uh, you know, there were a lot of interviews with him. Uh, he happened to be on the tour bus when um, Scott Weiland apparently OD'd. Here we go. Let's see. Twelve. Give you a taste. Check him out, Wildabouts, Wildabouts. So Tommy Black, the bassist, he's, he's the guy over there at Viper Room. Now, this is the main point I'm trying to get to here, folks, and thank you for your patience. This song came to me. Uh, I was thinking about a kid at home, and he's been reading about, you know, maybe he's out in the Midwest, during the times of, you know, the Laurel Canyon days, back in their heydays. And uh, a little gonzo sit my, on my lap now. So I had this idea. This kid sitting at home, uh, Midwest, thinking about Laurel Canyon, thinking about the bands that play on there, thinking about all that stuff the media attention, the doors, you know, all that stuff. And he decides that he wants to move out there. So this is this is a little snippet of what I what I got so far.
can you hear me coming, Laurel Canyon? Nice little piece so far. It's about a little boy's dream going out to Laurel Canyon during that time, 60s, and living that life. Perhaps as a hippie, who knows what? Just living that life, being a, being a part of it. And someday I shall finish it. You are now hearing the progress. We got two minutes left here. We got two minutes. I think I'm gonna read for you. I know what. I'm gonna read for you Russell Edson. Russell Edson, he is another surrealist. This is from his book, The Tunnel. Selected poems, Russell Edson. I don't know if he's still alive or not. If he is, I need to get a hold of this guy. Russell Edson. So here we go. Hmm. There's something called The Agent. Dot, dot, dot. Assigned to you when your flesh was separating from your mother's, this shadow, who, seeing the opportunity at hand, joined your presence in such a way as some say the soul is given. You have always caricatured me in my travels. I've seen you on mountains and in dim cafes. I've seen you hold your head, your elbows on your knees. And while I was sad, you were serene. I seek a mastery over fate, of which you are an objective witness, the agent of... Dot, dot, dot. I run away one night as you sleep, the trusting wife whose borders have opened in the universal dark. She feels in the morning among the sheets for the easy habit of her husband's shape. Now arc the earth, sweet dark, the law of umbra give you panic to search me out with your cunning speed of light. Cannot believe. I cannot believe. I almost let that podcast go and finish up and tie it all up. Can't believe. I almost let it all go without saying 
Thank you to Roxanne for leaving, leaving that thoughtful message at the top of the podcast. Roxanne Roxanne and her friend Douglas two wonderful folks who you can hear I met them at the David Lynch book signing and I met them at the David Lynch book signing I could tell by the way right now I could tell the cats threw up here so I'm This little piece is not about the cat food or the uh, cat vomiting. <laughs> it's not even that about that at all. It's about thanking Roxanne for leaving such a sweet message. I left her a a theme song, kind of. It was more uh, a song about making a podcast. She seemed like a creative individual. Her friend. Doug, Douglas, uh, very creative guy. I met them at the David Lynch, the David Lynch evening with David Lynch evening. I, I broke that into three parts, so if you want to hear that, if you're a David Lynch fan, you can hear me actually talking to David Lynch. is just extraordinary before that point I met Roxanne and Douglas and we talked all all about synchronicities all about the magic of the universe if this is something that you're that you're like just tuned into and you enjoy please feel free to listen to that one listen to those three You'll hear all along the way, all, all along the way. I will ask, you know, particular questions that I had no 
idea. It's some, some deep, deep-seated something or other that connected to these folks, and then, you know, so on and so forth. They would say something that was deeply connected to one of us, and then, I mean, it just kept going, going, going. It was a volleyball game. When you got that going, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Another good thing to hear, and uh, if you're, you know, if you love that kind of thing, if it excites you as much as it excites me, I recently had the Wizard of L.A., as you well know, on my other podcasts. I've been hanging out with him and doing these fun social experiments. He was on uh, the K. Chung 1630 AM radio station version of Inspirato Projecto, Inspirato Projecto Radio, which happens in Chinatown on the first and third Monday of each month, which, by the way... Which, by the way, is happening July 16th. So tune in July 16th, kchungradio.org, between 1 and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. By the way, folks, something extraordinary is happening. I, I um, Inspirato Projecto is, is nominated for Pets best art podcast and also the Adam Curry Award Adam Curry um, used to be a DJ on MTV I think that's funny and clever it's funny being on the other side because I'm helping organize and run the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival we're having it this year October 20-something, the end of October to the beginning of September. And we're going to show our movie Black Pumpkin, who you've heard so much about. We're going to put Black Pumpkin into into that movie. theater. So that will be fun. Will be fun. So it's interesting to be on the other side. Now here's this podcast awards thing, People's Choice Podcast Awards. I guess it's been going 16 years or something. And uh, yeah, I voted best podcast and the Adam Curry Award, which is just so much fun. Thank you guys for listening. I think it's probably time for me to go to bed. Yeah, it's time for me to go to bed. I think it's time for you to go to bed. I almost likely record some stuff with Philly Ocean in the car on the way up to Dana Point. We got a long car car ride, so it's going to be rich and ripe for uh, a great podcast. This guy has a lot of experience in many, many areas. He's a handyman. He... uh, Studying under uh, Walsh, Conversations with God, that guy. He was uh, in the sort of the inner circles of these of these folks, and I would love for him to tell his story, what he learned, how he applies it, 
etc., etc. How it enlightens him. See, this stuff, it enlightens us when we apply it. And then we speak from that experience. Oh my God, you know, I utilize this, I plug this in, I utilize that. And this is the result I got out of it. Uh, it's so much fun. Thank you for introducing me to this thing. This is great. So, everybody, time for us to say goodbye, my friend. I'm sure we'll meet again. <laughs> Just know you're an astounding creature. Keep that in mind. <laughs>